ladies. Welcome to the Millennial Girl Way, the podcast that celebrates millennial women doing the damn thing. I'm your co-host, Shay Harkness. And Bray Creech here. And today, ladies, we wanted to get into Beyonce's new song, Brown Skin Girl. Um, it's gotten so many raves all around the world. You know, you see people making videos, people doing their um, commentary on it. And we really just wanted to talk about how important this song is for the culture and just, you know, the way it's celebrating that, that Black girl magic that we all like to talk about. So starting off, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, our first impressions of the song when we first heard it. Um, Bray, you know, you want to kick it off? Of course. So I feel like, first of all, I was a little late to the game because I saw it all over social media, but I hadn't actually had the chance to listen to it. Um, And then you and I were talking about it. And (sighs) Beyonce, this song, I'm happy she did it, number one. I feel like, you know, it was time. It's been time. Um, You know, I love when people give us the messages that when I say us, I'm specifically talking to um, black people and then more importantly, black women, because even as little girls, we're always looking for that representation, right? Some people don't think that it matters. Even just the idea of, you know, seeing ourselves on TV screens, hearing about us in songs. And when I say about us, specifically talking about our skin, And what that means, you know, historically, culturally, um, and emotionally, I feel like, you know, our hair, just our beauty and our features in general, um, we don't hear people really accentuating that much in music. Um, It's more about the, it's either sexualized, like sexualized images or conversations, or you're not, you're not hearing anything about us. Um, So I applaud Beyonce. She really takes note of what we need, um, you know, as young women. And I feel like she always delivers. And, you know, me, I am a brown skin girl. So I feel like the song, just hearing her reiterate what I tell myself every day, what I know that I need to make sure that young girls, young cousins I have, kids that I'll one day have, you know, this message, um, it's just, it's powerful. It really, really is powerful. And then to, to hear this song on a platform like Apple Music, millions and millions of listeners around the world, um, I mean, that only adds to the, the power of the message, how far it's going to go. And I just, it's beautiful and it's really dope. Um, yeah, it's dope. Dope as hell. <laughs> okay. So, so for you guys to know, I can just see Bray talking. You know, this is a podcast, but I can see her. And she has like this beautiful, big smile on her face. Oh. About it, and it's just really like giving me like, oh, you know, like my sister's happy about this song. Um, I think for me, like the first impression, first of all, y'all, I was so excited that Blue Ivy got on the song when I was <laughs> Oh, you a Blue Ivy fan. I am. I was like, okay, girl, hit the tempo, hit the tempo, okay. <laughs> um, so that was cool, like, hearing her, you know, start the song off. And then, of course, you know, going into the deeper message. Um, I definitely think that 
first of all, it's just major that she had all of these artists, you know, collaborate on this on this project in itself, you know, because I listened to the whole album and right. you know, the fact that she had such a world a world renowned African artist, you know, on this particular song, Brown Skin Girl. And just the the melodies and the message and even, you know, the guy who did the song with her, um, you know, his messages throughout the song and hers, it is just kind of like an old, an old to me, to, you know, the black woman and really to black love, you know, um, because part of the lyrics are, you know, I would never trade you for anyone. And I think that that type of message is very important right now because you see so many messages daily, um, you know, from rappers, from, you know, just different people in the entertainment sphere that is not really preaching this whole black woman, you know, appreciation, um, love for the black woman or just black love in, in, in general. You know, it's a lot of things that I feel like, we don't get to see that on a, a normal basis. And, you know, some people, I've seen people, some people say like, oh, well, you know, Beyonce is not the first artist to, you know, um, talk about, you know, the beauty of black skin and, you know, make a song about that. But I will say this, while that may be true to me, it's very important for an artist as big as Beyonce to put that out into the world because that message is going to be transcended over various spaces. You know what I'm saying? Um, There is not an artist right now as big as Beyonce that has put out a song like this. And so I think that's the importance. You know what I'm saying? It's not the fact that maybe she wasn't the first one. It is the fact that she even with her platform, with as big of a celebrity and as powerful as she is to even take it on the mantle and even put it out there. I think that is something that should be praised. Listen, impact, your impact does not lessen because someone else has done it before you. Mm -hmm. You We operate off the mindset that, oh, well, she's already done this for the community or he's already done that for the community. What will I be able to contribute? A whole hell of a lot because one person contributing will never be as strong as 10, 20, 15. Like her, her using her platform is so very important. And anybody who, you know, it, her doing this does not take away from those who did it before her. And it does not limit people who want to step up after her and continue to spread that same message. Exactly. Um, I think that's something that, you know, people have to have to take into account. And I even love that you brought up like the the black love aspect of it, because I didn't I didn't even think about that part. Um, And, you know, lately I've been paying a lot more attention to the way that I hear men speak about women and speak about women in the sense of when it's not to me right? Because you can tell a lot about somebody's views on how they speak out into the world. When you're face-to-face with someone, I feel like, you know, they tailor the conversations to you and, you know, but I, I, especially on social media, the way that I see men speak about women, the type of songs that they praise and they love and the lyrics that they love, um, it's, it's a direct, uh, I guess kind of like a example of, I think what they think about women. Um, mm-hmm. So even this song, like when I, I first heard it with you and then um, 
I was hanging out with one of my guy friends over the weekend and I played this song and I watched, right? I just played it. I didn't announce I was playing it. And all I did was sit back to see how he took in the song because he had never heard it before. Mm-hmm. And I could see him receiving the message, enjoying the song. And that meant a lot to me because I know that this is a black man who pursues other black women. And I want to make sure that I'm able to now, you know, someone pushed this song to me. I feel great about it, but I want to make sure that our men out here are also being able to receive this message, you know, because they're not girls, you know, they're not brown skin girls. They're not women at all. Um, But there's still a message and an impact that this song can have for men yeah absolutely I think that um and even you know going into this space about how men you know write their songs towards women what they say towards women Mm -hmm. in their songs and stuff like that and you know really how these young guys are kind of processing this information that is being repeatedly put in their heads Mm -hmm. um I think it's very important for the black male to get this type of message to understand that black is beautiful the most beautiful you know what i'm saying you 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 came from that um and so let's go ahead and show the appreciation for it like we should um and you know even going deeper into it i think it kind of not only is it about black love um you know black men's appreciation for the dark-skinned woman but also beyonce is a light-skinned woman who has made this song. Um, and I think that going deeper into the psyche of just black womanhood in general, that is very important because there is a lot of tension, you know, um, between the dark, the darker skin woman and the lighter skin woman. And I don't think it's any necessary like fault of our own. It's mm-hmm. just that, in today's society or throughout time, really, there has always been this pit mm-hmm. against each other for, oh, you know, you, you know, you like it, you think you are that, you did you this and that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the dark skinned women supposedly like having attitudes and this and that, you know, like all these different stereotypes. And I think that is very it's very big of Beyonce to to take this on and to put it out there and to say, hey, you know, like I love my 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 dark girls. When she shouted out um Naomi, Kelly, and Lupita, which you know, Bray, I was like in love with Lupita. I know. I go. <laughs> so um, you know, I thought that that was so big, so beautiful because as women, we need to show each other that we do love each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I and I am of lighter hue, and I feel like I've always, you know, like I look at dark skin, I'm like, oh, like you know, you guys just so. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm, I'm always saying that, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that is important to like put that message out there. Let you know, women know, like, girl, if if these people, you know, if these men are saying this to Nat, let me let me let you know that I see you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. We have to all, I think, be present when we listen to this song and, um, you know, the appreciation part for women, appreciation for someone who is like you but doesn't look like you. Um, you know, we're talking a lot about Black women, Black love, Black men, Black culture, but, you know, I've, 
I've seen on YouTube, you know, I was reading through the comments to kind of see what people are saying and their reactions. Um, you know, I have, I've seen people commenting, you know, I'm a, you know, white woman and I feel this way and I'm a Hispanic woman and I, you know, feel this way. And, you know, I think that we would be foolish to think that this message can't be um, carried on to how other races even see Black people in general, you know, because it's that generational systematic discrimination, I guess you could say, um, that has been against us. So I just, it's, it's beautiful. I think it's so amazing um, that this song exists. I really... Freaking Beyonce, she like never does wrong. <laughs> yeah, I um, and even you know broader than this whole than the actual song, I listened to the entire project, and I really like when an artist can put together a sound cohesive message from beginning to end. And I feel like her last couple of projects have been that way. And I've really liked it because you really get to pull in and receive the artistry and, you know, the, the general message and where the, where the person was trying to go with it. And Mm -hmm. the whole album I feel like is just an ode to black people. Um, Yeah. And really, having confidence in ourselves again, because, you know, we, uh, we all know the story, you know, yeah. Every time you look around, you know, people are telling you that you're not good enough for this, this, and that reason. Um, mm-hmm. You should be ashamed for this, this, and that reason. And I think that, you know, this project is all about, you know, see beyond what, people are trying to get you to believe about yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. you are the beginning and the end of everything, you know? And so as the people, we have to be more confident in ourselves. Yeah. Amen. But, you know, in general, I think that this song and this project in general will do a lot, will do a lot of good. I'm really like, I get really excited when I see, you know, (laughs) younger girls, especially, um, you know, doing their little dances to the song or singing along and, you know, making videos and stuff like that. It's really, it's really beautiful to see. It really is. It's beautiful. It is. I love it. So ladies, we did like <laughs> a little, <laughs> like little quizzes. Cause I'm such a bee stan. Um, Oh, here we go. (laughs) So we did like a little quizzes. So in this segment, we're going to talk about, you know, the different quizzes that we took and what the results were from it. Mm -hmm. So which one should we start with? Let's do the what kind of queen are you? Okay. Oh, break them dress on. Okay, so these quizzes were, like, so hard, y'all, because we had to pick, (laughs) like, favorite songs from Beyonce's eras, and, of course, they chose all the best songs from the album, so it was, like, really hard to figure out which one I was going to pick. By the way, I end up getting Fierce Queen for the What Kind of Queen Are You, and the caption with that is, you are an unstoppable force in this world, you are stylish and bold, and command mm. <laughs> and command attention <laughs> wherever you are. Mm. Um, and you know what, for real, I think that's because I 
chose like the um <laughs> I don't want to say freakiest, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I chose the most grown up songs, I guess. You know, like from Dangerously in Love, I chose Baby Boy as my fave. Baby boy, stay on my mind. Yes, I love that song. From B Day, I chose Ring the Alarm. Ring the alarm. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> From Sasha Fierce, I chose Ego. I love that song. Mm-hmm. You gotta be it's too hard. These songs. such huge ego. That's a grown song for sure. Mm-hmm. Girl, even from four, which actually my favorite song from four is I Care, but mine too. Yeah, I love that song. But they didn't have that one there, so I chose Party. Because we like the party. I love that song. And then Partition from Beyonce. (laughs) And my wild card was Check On It. Yes. Those are good. You know... What song I love from Four? Um, Dance for You. That's on Four, right? Yes. That song awkwardly, I should say awkwardly, but it makes me cry. <laughs> really? Every every time I hear it, it's a very like sultry romantic song. And the reason, it's a fun fact, the reason why it makes me cry is because it makes me think of like my future husband for some reason. I mean, I could see that, you know, I and like how. Like, love makes me all like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, it's just, you can tell she sung that song from the heart. I Care makes me cry. Yes. And mine with Drake, that makes me cry. Yes. A lot of Beyonce songs. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce just be having girls crying. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I got, ew, I'm just going to say got like that. I got. <laughs> got. I got. <laughs> I got Independent Queen. Um, and the description is you work hard and have an incredible focus and discipline you have big dreams and will come true on your own terms let me tell you something reading this I think I'm disciplined but honey I am lazy so if Beyonce (laughs) if my inner Beyonce is really that I'm supposed to be like independent woman I need to start channeling my inner Beyonce because girl if I could take a nap right now I would (laughs) <laughs> but yes i have big dreams and i will make them come true one day you will you already are <laughs> oh yeah so the second one we took was the which beyonce are you and <laughs> i love this one this one was hilarious <laughs> so i'll start with the, what i got was um the secret album beyonce <laughs> The description, uh, nobody put effort into this, clearly. The description says, everyone worships you. <laughs> so <laughs> That's it. Three words. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the questions were funny, like, what is your ideal Saturday night? They had shaking your booty, <laughs> fighting injustice, running the world. I chose catching up with old friends. Okay. Um. And then, <laughs> what term best describes you? Bootylicious. <laughs> That's funny. That's facts, though. Uh, I, listen. <laughs> and then they asked me, which of these best reflects your life philosophy? 
And they had all her little songs like, ladies, leave your man at home. I'm a survivor looking so crazy right now. I chose Don't Get It Twisted. Bow down, bitches. Maybe that's why hey. I got that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they were like, oh, ding. <laughs> like, we just going to go ahead and. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, cool. What about you? What'd you get? Ooh, okay. So I got for Beyonce. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's like, which Beyonce are you, which, which era? So which album best describes you? I got four. So the description with that is you're innovative and you blow everyone away with your awesomeness. I don't know. I mean, I, let's, let's go over what I answered. <laughs> Cause it was so hard for me to like decide. Yeah. They oh, have so many options. Yeah. You know what, girl, they are so, they didn't put any type of, um, <laughs> any type of work into this because now that I just think about it it says what term best describes you and I said innovative so they were <laughs> <laughs> they just mash things together yeah. <laughs> they just mash, they're like innovative must be for you <laughs> um which of these best reflects your life philosophy and I put you must not know about me mm. you must not know you know from their place you, not you must me. not know about me look she had to upstage my singing yeah? <laughs> And I chose that one because I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like these people be trying me and it's like, you really must not know about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that I have this personality that comes off as like super cool, like chill. And I am, you know, and I'm sweet too. Is she? But I'm also smart, you know, and I think that people try me sometimes. And then I got to show them, you know, who Shay really is. And then it's like, oh, shit. So, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> whole nother day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and what is your ideal Saturday night? I don't know, y'all. I was boring. I said following your dreams. <laughs> July. <laughs> PG for the kids. PG for the kids. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> She lying, y'all. Okay, so quiz number three. <laughs> this quiz was about um, are you beehive enough, basically? And could you basically that gave us like song lyrics, and we had to say which song that we thought thought they were from. <sighs> um, I'm just gonna slide in here, beehive. Close your ears. I got a nine out of fifteen. <laughs> Oh, you suck. I, ooh, you I hear them buzzing in my ear now. What did you get, Shay? A 15 out of 15. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm really, you know, I, I'm i not like a beehive, beehive member, but I just really like a lot of her music. So, you know, yeah. Right. Not like beehive, beehive, just beehive. Shut up. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're just around the hive, but you're. You know, when black people don't use two of the words, I mean, it ain't really real. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of real. You're right. <laughs> it's not serious until you say you you love love Beyonce. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Beyonce. No, right. I get it. I get it. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Let us know what you guys get. I'm so curious to see what type of Beyonces yo you guys are. If there's any Beehive fans out there. Hey girls. We love Beyonce. Don't hey come after us. Thank you. I know, right? <laughs> I actually got a 15 out of 15. I was just saying that I got a 9 out of 15. <laughs> um 
okay. okay, I'm afterwards. Thank you, thank you. Like, if we're gonna put it on the record, like I, I love Beyonce. I love love. <laughs> two two of the loves. Two of the loves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let us know what type of you know things you guys get back. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Bye.